is Rebecca Schissel Marshall with Whole Body Upgrade, a podcast to help you get unstuck, feel better, and have more energy. Let's get started. Welcome to Whole Body Upgrade. I want to begin by welcoming in the directions. I welcome in the great direction of the east, the direction of the south, direction of the west direction of the north and the direction that is above and below and within. I welcome in all the helping and compassionate spirit guides that are here to support us, that are of the light. And I welcome in those ancestors that have lived well and died well and are here to assist. And I recognize that I'm recording this on the land of the Creek and the Cherokee in what is now known as Athens, Georgia. So hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I'm actually pretty excited that this is episode 56. I was noticing like as we kind of inched up past 50, I was like, this is exciting. 50 podcasts is a whole year of recording. And that is amazing considering <laughs> considering it happened during a pandemic. It started. So um Some of that is because I was willing to be a little uncomfortable, learn something new, learn a lot of new things. And um, that's a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. In the last episode, I talked about challenges and how challenges are actually spiritual opportunities and that these difficulties can be reframed, right? Spiritual opportunities is one way to reframe them. But you can also think about them as, well, you're just being polished. And that's just what my teacher taught, polishing our rough edges. And just as a reminder, we talked about how difficult things in our lives can actually be great teachers and can help us grow and become different versions of ourselves. So obviously, this is just a very brief overview of what I talked about last week. If you haven't listened to it, I would highly recommend going back and listening to that one first, and then coming back to this episode to listen. During that episode, I mentioned briefly that part of this is the discomfort that arises when we think something is wrong when we feel discomfort, right? We think something is wrong when we feel that discomfort. And so that's uncomfortable to us. In my experience, getting polished, having a spiritual opportunity, those are uncomfortable activities. But what if, (laughs) what if nothing is actually wrong when you feel discomfort? or you are experiencing being uncomfortable. This is something I've been looking at quite a bit in my own life. I already know that learning something new is going to be uncomfortable, and yet my brain kind of breaks a little bit every time I think it's okay to feel uncomfortable, or when I feel discomfort and I think that's okay, nothing has gone wrong here. So the way that the brain works, and this may help you, this always helped me when it was like, oh, this is how this is happening. The way the brain works is that the things that we think of as habits are actually neurons 
firing together, right? The things are actions that we take. It's just the brain having the, the thing that it does. The way that the action, the neurons fire is how we take action. The neurons fire very quickly and efficiently when we've done something more frequently, the more frequently that we do something, the connection or the pathway actually becomes stronger. So this is, you know, the phrase that most when we're first learning about neurology or we talk about it in speech pathology is that neurons that fire together, wire together. So when we have a certain action and a certain emotion or we have two actions that go together, the more often that they happen together, certain neurons are firing together and they think, oh, we're going together. We're supposed to go together. When we are trying to do something different, that uncomfortable feeling is actually just the sign that the neuronal pathway just isn't as strong yet or hasn't been created yet, that we haven't put those two things together. Oh, I can actually eat broccoli (laughs) and not die, right? Like that neuronal connection hadn't been formed yet. When I found out how incredibly healthy broccoli was, I remember learning about this several years ago, probably close to 20 years ago now. And it was like, oh, broccoli is like the, one of my teachers was saying like, if you can only eat one vegetable, like eat broccoli, just go for that one. If you're going to struggle that much with broccoli. And it was something I had really avoided most of my life as a kid. I didn't like it. And that understanding was like, oh, this is good for me changed the feeling in my brain about what was going to happen. So that created a different neuronal connection. That was a new pathway. So the more that we do things together, the more that we practice things, it strengthens those different neurons firing together, which allows us to feel more comfortable. It's like when you're walking in the woods and you're walking on a well-worn path. You don't have to think about where to go, right? You're just following this very clear path. You simply follow it. When you're in the woods and there isn't a path, when you're kind of off-roading it, (laughs) it becomes a little more challenging. You have to do a little bit more thinking. It's not automatic. It takes more what they call conscious processing, right? Automatic processing is when our brain has this very clear neuronal pathway of I do this, I do this, I do this. It's well-practiced. Conscious processing requires more of our attentional resources. We have to pay more attention to them. So when we're trying to do something new, it feels more effortful because, well, it is. It doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with it if it feels uncomfortable. It just means that it's requiring more attention. It's requiring more um, awareness of what you're doing in each moment. So this doesn't mean (laughs) that you're doing it the wrong way. It just means that it's a new way. This can be really helpful when you're trying something new is to understand there's nothing that's gone wrong. It's just because I'm learning something new. I see this so often with my clients is they want to change some factor, right, in relation to their health and well-being. This could be changing a pattern of the way that they're thinking or the amount of exercise that they have or not having a drink at night after work or what exactly they're eating or the amount of sleep that they're getting each night, right? These are all different things that they might work on. The process, though, is that it can feel uncomfortable 
to learn something new. It feels different. It's not that well-worn path in the woods. And often then, (laughs) that part of the brain, that critical part of the brain is like, this is hard. I can't do this. Something's wrong because it's not easy. And usually a lot of my clients think something's wrong with me because this is hard. And again, that is not true. And if you're not sure about that, go back to the episode titled, There is Nothing Wrong With You. (laughs) That will help. So I think our society really thinks there is something wrong with being uncomfortable. We avoid it at all costs. We really try to not feel uncomfortable. That that when we feel uncomfortable, this is somehow a sign that we shouldn't be doing whatever it is that we're doing, right? So most people in our society think they would rather be I don't even know if they think this. I just think it happens. They would rather be unhealthy or dealing with chronic pain or, you know, any of these other things that come along with not choosing how to take care of themselves, right? They would rather do that. They would rather be unhealthy than be uncomfortable. One example I can give is that bringing your own food to a party might feel really uncomfortable when they have hors d'oeuvres lined up, they've got things that you can eat, and you come with a bag of food on your shoulder, which I do all the time because I want to make sure that I can have something to eat and I still want to go to a party. That can feel really uncomfortable, especially depending on what thoughts you're having, right? That little critical voice in the head. Or let's give another example. If you want to learn how to cook differently or eat different ingredients with your family, this can feel really uncomfortable. What will my family think? What will my husband think? What will my wife think if I start eating something that's different? And yes, you know, I'm not denying that it's going to be uncomfortable when you try something new. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable to do something new. It's different. And the brain is set up to save as much energy as possible. When we're trying to save energy, it's going to do the same thing over and over again and tell you it's too hard. It's trying to save that energy. So our brain is set up to avoid different. Our brain is set up to avoid um, doing something new because being different or doing something new takes more energy. The brain wants to save as much energy as it can. As a former people pleaser, and sometimes it does still pop up for me now and again, I know, (laughs) I know my brain, it just will scream, right? It will scream. For instance, when I went on internships, I had to do a lot of external internships as a speech language pathologist at um, different hospitals or school districts. And... I had to bring a little personal cooler with me. And you can imagine I was in my 20s, so I was very (laughs) self-conscious. And I did it anyway. I did it anyway because I knew it was more important for me to have the food that I needed. It was more important for me to feel good, to take care of myself. Even though my brain was like, oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing. I can't believe you're bringing food, right? This little in the brain. I did it anyway because it was more important for me. For me, I had already been scared enough. I was, um, 
I think I was about 26 when they were testing me for brain tumors. They wanted to find out why I was dizzy all the time, why I had these migraines that didn't, it, it wasn't clear for them. And when they finally landed on hypoglycemia as a major player for why I was having um, migraines and dizziness and passing out, was that I now knew that there was something I could do about it instead of just like helpless helplessly going to these, you know, CT scans and MRI scans and trying to figure out what was going on. I could do something that would help. I was ready to do what was needed. I didn't want to have those dizzy spells anymore. I didn't want to have the migraines. Uh, A little social discomfort was well worth it to me to be healthy, right? Because my why, I was like, that is... There's a whole lot of different kind of discomfort. That was way more uncomfortable for me to have all of those other issues than for me to feel social discomfort about bringing my little cooler with me. This is something I tell my students each year in the courses that I teach at the university. In fact, I put it in my syllabus (laughs) because it's so important. You are supposed to be uncomfortable when you are learning something new. You are supposed to be uncomfortable. It's like... It should be expected. It's supposed to be there. If you don't feel uncomfortable, then you might be trying to stay in your safe zone, no matter what the information is that you're trying to learn, whether it's a new diet or course content, right? If you're like, well, I can learn this and I can just study in this particular way. But if you're really kind of trying to do something differently, your brain is going to feel uncomfortable, This is true whether you are learning new content for a course, if you're trying a new way to move your body, or creating a new bedtime routine. It's going to feel so easy to just slide right back into what you've always done or even what you've been doing recently. I've noticed this for myself. It's summer. I've been staying up a little later. I've been watching a few more kind of mindless TV shows. And I just, it feels so easy to slide back into that. So I'm paying attention to it, right? I'm noticing how uncomfortable it feels. And then going back to what is it that I really want? So your mind will tell you when it's that uncomfortable, that it's horribly different and somehow very bad. But the opposite is actually true. The discomfort is a sign that you are learning and growing It all goes back to being clear about what you want in your life and taking action from that centered place, getting quiet, having deep listening, and getting really clear on what it is you want for your life. When you come back to that still, quiet, centered place in your heart and you feel it, really feel it in your body, Then when those critical voices scream at you, like they do at me, like they do at all of us, you'll know, you'll remember, Rebecca said that discomfort is actually a good sign. So instead of avoiding discomfort, embrace it. Okay, dear ones, how will you embrace discomfort in your life this week? I can't wait to hear. You can tell me on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can um, reply to my emails. If you're not on my newsletter list, I send out a newsletter 
um, every other week about the podcast or things that are going on in Centered Living. Thank you all so much for listening. And again, if you need support, you can always reach out to me. I have a three-month program called Vibrant Health that if you're not clear and if you're not sure about that discomfort, that's why it can be really helpful to work with someone. Okay, dear ones, take good care of yourself. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Whole Body Upgrade. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, you can visit me on Facebook or Instagram or on my website, centeredyou, that's centeredyou.com. See you on the next episode of Whole Body Upgrade. Thank you.